Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of For the Love of Afrobeats podcast. I am Adi Shopralajri, aka Shopsi Do, and the Energy God, and I'm joined always by Mr. Schmooze, aka producer Namola. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is where we break down the hottest topics in the Afro pop culture around the world and put them on the pop culture as well. We share our own opinions. And if you're just joining us for the first time, maybe on social media or Yanga TV, where have you been? Anyway, we're happy that you joined us. And here are today's headlines. Today's headlines will be talking in Uganda, where superstar, singer, and politician Bobby Wine has been arrested again. Again. In okay. the United States of America, Bonner Boy, coming off the Coachella High, has held a listening party for his new album. We'll be talking about the title of the yep. album and what to expect. And then in Nigeria, it's Easter season. Yep. We'll be talking about all the festivals that have gone down, all the parties and all the concerts going on. Yep. And then in South Africa, we'll be talking about Aries, DJ Zinle. Yep. And then in South Africa and Ghana, sorry. We have Shatter Wiley, Stoneboy, and Sako Dear, okay. the three kings in the news this week. Yep. And we have a couple of more other interesting headlines, which we'll be going into. All right, then where do you want us to start, sir? Uh, let's start in Uganda, okay. where, again, this is a topic we've discussed over and over. Many over times again, before. But it still is a thing, Yes. Apparently. Politician and singer and activist Bobby Wine has been arrested again. This time around, he was headed to his concert. Gosh. Salah, I think it's called, and his fans were tear gassed, and Bobby Wine was dragged out of his car and arrested and taken away from the scene. There's no update as of yet where he is, his state of mind, his physical condition. At press time. As a press time. Yeah. But it's sad that we're still dealing with this in 2019. Yes. Well, instantly, the straight up reasons or perception that this has happened again to Bobby Wine, who has been an opposition to the president uh, to the present incumbent president yeah. has been you know the use the irresponsible use yeah. of force against him of and he, uh, exactly yeah. now he's been arrested in the past because he's been very vocal and yeah. criticizes the current president president and regime in Uganda um the police released a statement saying that they they had to stop the concert from happening yeah. and arrest Bobby Wine because of safety concerns. Now, That's safety concerns, <laughs> they fired water cannons into yeah. the crowd and they fired tear gas at the fans, including physically dragging him, breaking into his car, yep. dragging him out of his car and refusing him to go to his press conference, to his concert, his press conference and also his property. This continues to happen. I think as much as the world knows now, a lot of people that are probably not new to this story know what's happening here. This is political oppression. This is oppression. This is trying to push away freedom of expression and speech in Uganda by the current regime. Bobby Wine has been somebody that has continuously spoken for the poor, for the forgotten people in Uganda, has continuously attacked the regime and has declared to run for presidency in a couple of years' time. With the popularity that he has had, his growing popularity over the last four or five years, he definitely is someone that they have to watch closely. Now, what the media and the rest of the world need to do at this time is to continue to focus not only our spotlights 
on Uganda, on Bobby Wine, on what's happening around him as a musician, how the government is trying to restrict the freedom of speech, even creative art, expression, human rights. We need to continue to shed a spotlight on this to ensure that the rest of the world is aware of what's going on in there. And to ensure that some way, somehow, our collective voices around the world would eventually be heard. Our hopes and prayers is that it's not a situation where eventually they cannot take his life before anything happens. We need something to happen now. We need justice to happen right now. We need those people to have their freedom. We need somebody that's continuously fighting for the rights of the common man in Africa to have a, 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 a you know, a pulpit to speak from. And and I think, again, I don't want to. We're obviously we're 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 somewhat in the media by speaking consistently and talking about this news. I don't want to sound like I've already taken sides. However, as an African, I know who is doing the right thing. (laughs) And looking at the picture in Uganda, based on the history of Bobby Wine. I know, I, I definitely will be standing uh, by him. Before, before we move on, would you say this, this can be just, uh, there's some similarities here to what uh, Salah Absolutely. Absolutely. I think yeah. that's yeah. one of the reasons why, as a Nigerian, yeah. I feel strongly about Bobby Wine's story. I feel strongly about what continuously happens to him and his people out there. Because yeah. this was what growing up. I saw in the papers, the stories I heard about, what my parents would tell me, what fella spoke about in his music, the oppression that the military regime, how how hard they came down, not only on him, his family and his fans. Guess what? I was watching a documentary today, a sidebar, documentary called Grass is Greener on Netflix by the legendary hip-hop historian and broadcaster Fire Fire Freddy. And he happens to be on um, marijuana. The reason why I brought this up is that in that documentary, they went as far back as the 20s and the 30s and the influence that it had had in jazz music before they got into the late 60s and 70s when the reggae kings came on to play. Now, interviewing Bob Marley's son, Bob Marley's son broke it down perfectly that the likes of Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, and these guys were activists for legalization of marijuana in Jamaica because of their music. Now, their music became popular around the world. They had fan bases that grew around the world. And what constantly happened is, if you're a fan of Bob Marley, a fan of Peter Tosh and his music, you automatically became an advocate for legalizing marijuana. marijuana. If you put that into the likes of Fella and the likes of Bobby Wine, it's simply the same thing. It's impossible to adore Fella Kuti and adore the likes of Bobby Wine without being an advocate for freedom of of expression, freedom of speech, and justice for every single human being in Africa. It's the same thing. So we need their voices to continuously be heard yeah. and we need the music out and we need the spotlight on that yes, all right let's let's go on to some more positive news yeah in the united states of america mm. african superstar 
from Nigeria. One of the most bankable men in Africa <laughs> right, right now. now. Oh yes, the one and only African giant. Absolutely. Warner Boy. Yes. Recently performed at Coachella Festival yep. alongside Mr. Easy. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. He's also on tour, the African Giant Tour. Yep. And last week, I remember on the last episode, um, you mentioned that we're expecting an album. album. And you suggested a title which was supposed to be what? African, African Giant. Giant. Yeah. What's <laughs> good, Burner Boy? I saw that coming. He's, he's listening. Maybe he's listening. Burner Boy, give us credit here. I just think, <laughs> I just think it's a master stroke. Yeah. My admiration for his team continues yeah. to grow. Yeah. Um, I have publicly spoken about his mom yeah. and how my respect for her quadrupled when I listened to her speak. Mm -hmm. um, but this, this even made me happier because one, not only picking African Giant as the name of the tour, yeah. which was a masterstroke by the team, and now deciding to put a collective together yeah. and make it an album piece. Why? Because the phrase African Giant has already phrase. gone viral. Yep. It's already marketable by itself. Sure. A lot of platforms around the world, the biggest blogs in the world, Shade Room, the, the BBC, everybody spoken about African Giant after he spoke against Coachella for writing his name in small prints oh, yes. because I am an African Giant. Mm -hmm. What do you know? He brings out, you an know, album. an album. It's, it's, it's almost about to come out. He had a private listening session yeah, yeah. where he had the likes of Jidenna, it's Jidenna, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. rapper Wale, yeah. Wale. And he had a con. And he had a con. Oh, yeah, how you don't pronounce a con? Con. Yeah, so he had Jidenna, a con, and Wale yeah. at the listening party in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, reports have it that he played 21 tracks yeah. at the party. Yeah. But he said only 19. Making, making the, the album. album. Guessing songs yeah. like uh, Do, yeah. uh, Dan Gute, yeah, yeah. What other one has it dropped? What other song? Killing them, killing them, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing those three songs, yeah, most likely be on the album. Mm. Um, might be wrong, yeah. But those are that's just speculation. Absolutely. Have you heard anything? On I haven't heard side? anything on this side. I'm hoping that once they come into the UK, they're definitely gonna yeah. treat us to a special listening as well, where yeah. we'll be able to listen to the incredible work that this young man has put together. Yeah. Um, it was great to see the behind the scenes of the listening party. Yeah. Um, I personally requested for the full clip from their team so I can yeah. share on my social media for a variety of reasons. Again, to also show to the world that, um, you know, this is the incredible things that Africans are doing nowadays. Um, when I posted his performance at Coachella on my page, I put a caption on it. I said, turn up, burn up and show up yeah. and in my own trans you know in my own translation it meant he turned up on stage yeah. he burned the straight stage up and he showed us what he had done with yeah. the video clips yeah. immediately yeah. burner boy has now moved into second position behind david o when yeah. you're looking at the men that are using social media to actually market and project their image a lot more He's moved up. His social media strategy. He's moved up. I've had to call a couple of my guys in, you know, in the top five, top six category of the mail. Yeah. And I'm saying, what's going on here? Like, mm -hmm. I, you guys, where's the content? Yeah. Because the content is not only as proof of the incredible work you're doing, but also a marketing tool to the next stage. Yeah. The likes of Yemi Alade, the likes of, you know, these people have also learned that this is what's going on. So for me, Burner, 
I think, it, you know, it was it was fantastic to bring the Africans together, yeah. uh, play the album. We're looking forward to the album right now. Yeah. You know, um, he, like I said, he's top five, the most bankable male entertainers on the African continent at the moment. He yeah. is indeed an African giant. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Let's go down to Lagos, Nigeria, yeah. where, well, this last weekend, obviously, was Easter weekend. Yeah. Happy Easter. Yeah. Easter. Absolutely. Away. Absolutely. <laughs> And as usual, there's usually a string or lineup of events going on in Lagos. And this year we had Homecoming 2019, which was organized by Skepta and the crew, BBK, BBK Boy Better Know. Yeah. And the Homecoming Tour Festival yeah. includes a series of parties, yeah. concerts, yeah. and pop-up shops. Yeah. Which and also sporting events, football competitions. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was also the Giddy, Giddy Fest, Fest yeah. Festival. Yeah. Featured yeah. performers from different African countries. Yeah, from Ghana, like South Africa. Mucha, Mucha yeah. yeah, we had uh, the rap group from rap from Ghana. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember their yeah. name. Yeah, the Nigerian yeah. artists. Yeah. Everybody was in full effect. And then we now had the Arise Fashion Week. Yes, you know, which also included a lot of atheist fashionistas from around the world, being led by none other than Naomi Campbell herself. Being led by none other. Than the legend. Okay, let's give her Naomi Campbell. Please, <laughs> don't. I don't. When I posted the video of her mm. walking the runway mm. in Lagos, mm -hmm. I said I put a caption underneath it, yeah. and that caption simply meant this is Naomi Campbell walking the runways in Lagos State. Yeah. I'm not gonna act like this ain't a big deal. It is a big deal. Come on! She's done, she's done it. She's done it consistently for about two, three. This years is now. the first person to officially be called a supermodel. Do your googles. Yep. Three decades on the runway, still in impeccable shape, and can outmodel any model alive today. Yep. <laughs> so people need to know. Nearing fifty years of age. Yep and still looking like she's 23 years old. Mm -hmm. I don't think anything, when I saw her in Lagos, yeah. trust me, I was I was completely flabbergasted. No, no, no. And I just felt like, yo, this was a master stroke mm -hmm. by that whole camp. Yeah. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, she, she came and modeled a couple of local designers mm. as well, which she did also last year. Mm. And then also helped her, she wrote about, I think she wrote an article about her experience in Nigeria. Yeah. The creative industry and um, all of that. So it's uh, it's really great to have her around. Let's talk about the homecoming concert. That also featured performances by a lot of the new generation Nigerian artists. Mm. Uh, we had people like uh, Pretty Boy Dio, mm. Santi. We had Nara Mali. Mm. We had Simi. We had Tenny. Mm. We had Cats Rema, mm. Terry. Uh, we had um, every, almost you know every, Thames Baby. Yeah. Had, everybody, uh, everybody was. What's the girl? Good girl. LA. Good girl. LA was you at Giddy Fest. So Giddy was a platform for new acts. First of all, I think them Skepta found something incredible there. They found a loophole, which was the Easter weekend, yeah. that they felt like they would start to do their own events. Yeah. Um, you know, it started I think about a year ago, um, or about a year and a half ago. Since the the time Skepta started to go oh, into Nigeria, Nigeria, I think it's fantastic. Um, not only is the show a different show apart from all the concerts that's happening yeah. what the homecoming uh, festival does is it also allows for alternative artists who are rappers who are not 
probably like top A-listers get the opportunity to yes to entertain I thought that was fantastic as well and everybody was looking forward to seeing Remmer the new young boy from Maven Records he did well you know definitely he's got a lot to learn however you can see you can see that the elements are there and then he's got time He's probably 17 or 18. So imagine if he performs, keeps on performing for the next year and a half or two years and performs every single month. Exactly. So he's got time. I thought that was fantastic. And then bringing celebrity guests into the country like Jordan Woods, the famous Kim Kardashian, uh, reality TV star, star, Kardashian family friend, and now four um, in Lagos as well, just to party with the, you know, Skeptors and the homecoming crew. Again, is another marketing masterstroke by the entire team. Because what that does is April, Easter now in Lagos, It's is nice slow. Yeah. It's now a destination. It's, it's the new December. Yes. Yeah. We also, I think we also had Shoman Josie as well. Yes, Shoman Josie was there, there well. performed as well, absolutely, yeah. from South Africa. Yeah, and while all of that was going on, Giddy Fest as well was shutting it down with uh, Day and Nice Events as well. Uh, we had one. When Nico cool was on there, Niniola yeah, was Niniola. on there. Pretty much every A list that Amata Pataranki yeah, as well yeah, was there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had uh, Moonchild Sinelli yeah. on their own stage. Good Girl LA was opening mini stages yeah, as well. Yeah. It was really good. I think, um, to be honest with you, Giddy Fest yeah. would have been a lot happier yeah. if they didn't have a homecoming right yeah. next to them. Because <laughs> what's happened is, you know, you've got to give a big shout out to the Giddy Fest crew. crew yeah. For the last couple of years, yeah. this thing is becoming a huge monster. Yeah. What you know, Chin saw at the beginning that a lot of people never saw yeah. is now starting to take shape. Give it two, three more years, and we're looking at another Coachella, sure. another yeah. wireless festival. Hopefully, the brand start to believe a lot yeah. more and throw more money at him mm-hmm. to be able to put this together more. Yeah. Obviously, having huge festivals like Homecoming and then Loud Festival and whatever yeah. around the same time, it yeah. takes away some of the stars that would have been on stage at Giddy Fest yeah. and a lot of the fans that would have attended it. Yeah. Other than that, a fantastic weekend in Lagos. Shout outs to the Giddy Fest, the yeah. Homecoming, and the Loud Crew. It was definitely, it was definitely great. All right, let's go down to South Africa mm. where rapper A. Reese has um, expressed why he doesn't like interviews yeah. and we shouldn't really be expecting to hear any more interviews from him. Yeah. Um, in a recent interview with him on live, mm-hmm. he did say that he's going to be going to the interviews and expect to get paid yeah. for these interviews. What are your thoughts on that? I think he went a little bit further to speak. What the backstory about the interview is this. Um, in recent times, Aries is a part of a crew. I think yeah. it's called the Wrecking Crew in South Africa. Yeah. And the news, the latest news coming from South Africa is that that, that whole crew has now been disbanded. Yeah. Then further down the line, we heard that two members of the rap group yeah. pulled out of the crew. And then it was confirmed by their t- Twitter handle yeah. who took down their names as members of, of the, the crew. crew. Yeah. Then further down the line, Aries dropped the record where he claimed to have had beef with one of the members over a woman. woman. So there's a series of news that the hip hop community and the pop community in South Africa want to know. And they've been trying to get Aries for interviews. However, he's refused 
to pick up a telephone call for the you know for legendary hip hop websites yeah. and also broadcast you know platforms oh, around man. South Africa. Um, and then he went further when he was accosted by Slicker of yeah, Life, right, which yeah. is a popular hip hop blogger it's and website. Absolutely. And he was accosted physically and said, listen, man, why aren't you answering calls? We've got questions to ask. We want you to tell your own side of the story. Mm -hmm. And he said, first of all, he's not ready to tell his side of the story yet. Yeah, yeah. Because if he does, other people are going to make money from him, yeah. from it. So if I'm going to tell the story, I need to get paid first. Of course. Of course. <laughs> That's one. So, so what do you think about the Initially, mm -hmm. the headline got me angry yeah. in the sense that I'm not doing interviews unless I'm getting paid for it. Yeah. Instantly, I thought, what a douchebag, how sense, senseless Just this young man is. Yeah. However, having read the story and followed the story for quite some time, mm -hmm. now I understand a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Some people have made those mistakes in the past and refused to do interviews with broadcast platforms, radio, television, feeling that they're not happy about questions that you're being asked. Like I've always said, this should be included in the media training for an artist. Yeah. If a question is thrown your way that you're not happy about, it's simple. I'd like to pass on that question because yeah. I'm not ready to talk about it now. Yeah. Nobody under the sun, born of a woman or a man, mm. will, make, will make you speak on something you've politely pushed like, aside. Yeah. Second of all, Asking to get paid before a certain interview, yeah. if you listen to the story, he feels that the details he has yeah. is going to be great for some Content. people and they're going to make money from yeah. it. So if people are going to make money from a story that I'm capable of delivering to mm -hmm. you, how about you pay me first? It's simple <laughs> business. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a good idea. And he also went further to say, I'm ready to speak about my music as much as you can. Yeah. However, the stories that you particularly want, want to talk to about, yes. I'm not talking about them now until it's going to benefit mm -hmm. me. Yep. Which is strategic. And I say that's fantastic. All right. That's 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 incredible. All right, good yeah. one, Aries. Good one. All right, let's go down back to Nigeria. Yeah. The UK. Um, a few weeks ago, singer Simi was in the news where she sort of condemned... Uh, Internet for stars in a freestyle in the FC. And then she also she like had spoke she now went spoke directly about yeah. it. And she did say, If you're internet for stars, you wouldn't don't listen don't to my music. Listen to my music. There was a bit of a pushback from that community, mm. which is popularly referred to as Yahoo Yahoo. Yeah. Um, then a few days ago, Naira Mali, the UK Afrobeat superstar, uh, tweeted that if you know about slavery, then you would understand. Uh, yahoo, yahoo, internet fraud. And then he went further a few days after that to tweet that he saw. He tweeted, he did mention her, Simi, and tweeted that he saw her at uh, the homecoming show mm. and she looked unhappy. Uh, was it because of him? Or is he Yahoo boy? Is that mm. why she's unhappy to see him? You know, and of course, that has generated a lot of reactions. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are about this. First of all, with Simi's initial statement, I don't think I've addressed it in the past. Yeah. Um, I think everybody has the right mm. to condemn whatever it is that is a negative yeah. cancer within the community mm. that is tearing lives apart, ruining other people, mm -hmm. and also leading young men and women astray. Oh. She's absolutely within her right to condemn that. Going further to say that they shouldn't listen to her music, I think 
that probably, in my opinion, yeah. was bad advice. I wouldn't have said that because I think that was going a little bit too far. It's almost like saying the fraudulent politicians in Nigeria yeah. that have looted the money and paid mm -hmm. for the shows and ask you to come and perform at their homes, yeah. they shouldn't listen to your music. Yeah, Those that have. Um, people like in America, we have people like uh, what's his name, John Legend, telling Donald Trump not to play. His wait, music. wait, wait, wait. Can like Don? Please. Can John Legend tell Jay Z not to play his music? Yeah. Jay Z so crack cocaine. No, of course I'm saying he has a right to say don't play my. As he told Jay Z. No, but he has no issues with Jay Z. No, no, no. Yeah. But he had issues with with Donald, Trump. with Donald Trump. That's fine. It's a political. That one was a political. He said, no, don't use my song during your campaigns because yeah. I don't endorse you as yeah. a politician mm -hmm. who is separating families at the gates of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. Absolutely wow. right. Yep. However, even though people in America condemn drug dealers and yeah. crack cocaine pushers mm -hmm. and all these people that ruin the community and get African-American families hooked on oh, crack, crack cocaine, they don't tell them not to listen to their music. Yep. They try to tell them to turn their lives around yep. and do something right with that business mentality of themselves rather than selling drugs within the same community that they reside in. Mm -hmm. That's what we should be doing. Yep. Brother, as much as I know that the community, Nigeria is so damn hard. Yahoo Yahoo, as a lot of people refer to it, is one crime that ruins lives. Yep. It might be rosy on the receiving yeah. side, but those that have been swindled, some people have sold their homes. Some people have lost their life savings. Some families will never be put together again yeah. because of the, you know, the, the losses that they've incurred due to some fraudster yeah. duping them out of their money. Yeah. If you can put your head into such fantastic ways, of duping people, yeah. manipulating people, the computer systems and getting money out of people, yeah. maybe there's a better way that you can use this intelligence that God has given you. Yeah. On the other side of the divide is that the government in Nigeria has done absolutely nothing to empower the youth with these incredible gifts yeah. to do something for themselves. So we're in a catch-22 position. You know, it's the same thing, you know, when the drugs Ravage, ravage the streets of America. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. You know, people were saying these black kids couldn't be selling drugs in the same society that they're trying to empower. Yeah. However, the governments took social care, housing, Medicare, yeah. took that out of their communities yeah. and left them with absolutely nothing. Yeah. And they had to fight for it. So you're always going to be hit or miss. Yeah. Now, coming to this big story mm -hmm. of Naira Mali tweeting at, um, first of all, putting on social media saying that if you know about slavery, then you'd understand Yahoo Yahoo. Yahoo Yahoo is not a crime. First of all, I'd like to go back. Apparently, a popular broadcast or political figure in Nigeria by the name Remy Omokere or something spoke out against Yahoo Yahoo again. Rennie Mockery or something. Rennie Mockery used to be a special advisor to former president. Exactly. And now he's a broadcaster, I think. A and journalist, and exactly. <laughs> so apparently he said yeah. that women should stay away from Yahoo Yahoo boys because if you lay in bed with one of them, yeah. you are ultimately going to get cursed. Yeah. What I'd like to find out from the man, mm. sir, is what about the women that lay in bed with the politicians that loot the Nigerian mm. coffers, mm. that render children 
hungry and homeless in Nigeria, that render us without security, leave us without security, that lead the police forces to kill teenagers just because they refuse to give them 5,000 naira bribe. I want to know about those women that lay in bed with those people. Yeah. Again, we've got that yin and yang. Yeah. So now, let's go to our boy Naira Mali. Yeah. Naira saying, if you understand slavery, you understand Yahoo Yahoo is not a crime. Yeah. When I saw that tweet, I was like, yo. As much as you'd like to admonish him for it, it also had deep con connotations in the sense that both slavery and Yahoo Yahoo is about stealing what people care about the most. Slavery was about stealing family members, stealing freedom, using people against their will to toil for other people's comfort. Yahoo Yahoo is about stealing livelihoods, money from other people's sweats, for other people to live lavishly. When he said that, I was like, damn, like, this is terrible, you know, for a young man to have even been, to have been deep enough to pull slavery out. That just shows that what you're looking at in Aramali, he ain't stupid. He has his moments where he's probably thought about a lot of things too. There's no justification, yeah, no justification for exactly. crime, yeah. fraud, mm -hmm. any criminal act activity, yes. there is no justification. Yeah. But what this brings to the fore again is that, once again, people are now being aware yeah. that all levels of crime, regardless of the skin color yeah. that's committing it, is the same. Yeah. Those yeah. selling powder cocaine in America, mm -hmm. And the black man selling crack cocaine, mm -hmm. there's no difference. However, the black man goes to jail for 150 years, and the white man selling the powder cocaine or using it just gets a slap on the wrist, yeah. a 12-month work or job program, yeah. and gets back on the streets. Yeah. Slavery, the banks that milked Africa and made billions out of the slave trade, are today loaning us money around the world. Mm -hmm. Whereas, of course, the Yahoo Yahoo fraudsters in Lagos, yeah. Nigeria, wherever they are, are going to be, you know, criminalized and whatever for the rest of the world. Yeah. I'm not happy the fact that he added Simi. Yeah. He's deleted the tweet now, by the way. I'm definitely not happy about that. Yeah. Um, I thought that was way over the top. Yeah, he go, yeah, he's yeah. going to have to leave my sister alone on that one for yeah. sure. <laughs> very, for sure. Very, very unnecessary. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, in the UK, Steph London had a sold out concert at uh, Hammersmith Apollo. Uh, you were there. Yeah. And, uh, I had to go and represent yeah. for our brother, <laughs> as you know. Expected. You know, as always. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, there was a big surprise on the night. Uh, she came out, or she featured an appearance by uh, the legend. The Legend, the uh, legendary, one of the pioneers of the female rap game. Absolutely, none other than Lil King. Lil King came, came on stage. My what, God, what was your reaction? To First that? of all, we had to go to the concert. Shout out to my brother DJ Lanry. Shout out, obviously to Smade as well. Yeah, we got tickets. We went to the concert to go and support Steph London as uh, she's our in-law now. Yeah. So whatever she's doing as Nigerians, we need to be in the building, <laughs> making sure yeah. that she's all right. Yeah. Um, the one thing I noticed when I walked through the door, it was a full house, 70% of the crowd was white. Mm, interesting. 
70 percent of the crowd was white i'm i'm, I'm, I'm surprised i was stunned myself i'm surprised to hear that um 70 percent of the crowd was white yeah um again her performance i want to talk about her performance her performance was fantastic yeah. i didn't know that she had that much vocal ability before because i felt she was just a rapper a singer yeah. She was holding notes throughout the night. She was on stage for at least an hour and 45 minutes, wow. brother. Yes, sir. And while she was on stage, another thing I noticed was the fact that she had dancers come in and go. So she had routines that she learned every other song for the entire one hour, 45 minutes flat. Wow. I'm talking dancers from hip hop, yeah. Afrobeats, bashment, soul, rap. She did every single thing. And at not at one not one point did she stop rapping or singing. It was only her on the stage with yep. dancers and her DJ. Again, a reminder that an artist can do fantastically well yeah. without the light band. Yeah, true. Because then some of our Afrobeats artists are starting to believe that it's light band that makes you a superstar. Nah, a performance stage craft. Mm -hmm. Stagecraft has nothing to do with the light band. Being a superstar on stage, a fantastic performer has nothing, nothing to do with the light band. Yeah. It has a lot to do with rehearsals though. Yeah. And you can tell that by what Steph London put together. Yeah. Moving forward, after her performance, which was A-star, yeah. she had some huge screens on the yeah, stage. The production was great. The production was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I also learned a couple of things on that night. Mm. She gave credit to who credit was due. Um, when she was doing her, I think she was doing a freestyle that, a, a song that was made popular by Link Up TV or something like that. She had their logos beaming high on probably the 50 inch screens in the background throughout, throughout the song. That was amazing. Fast forward to a time when she had a hip hop song and a couple of these dancers were supplied by Chop Daily. And after the song, she said, give a shout out to all my DJ and my dancers. Dances. And on the screen was all their names and Instagram handles, wow. including Chop Daily. Wow. I was like, what? That's, that's mind blowing. Don't, I'm like, <laughs> how can people be surprised at success yes, yes. for other people when they show that much gratitude at the little things? Yes. Those dancers that were on stage were already happy that they were there. Yeah. They didn't well, need you promoting each one of them that to even... That was another class act yeah. by this woman, Steph London. Now let's fast forward to now bringing... She brought out guests, like uh, she brought out the guy from Western, the, the guy yeah. with the long lops, locks, and then she brought out yeah. Angel. The one thing that I wasn't too sure about was the crowd didn't know who they were. So they didn't respond to them coming out very well. I'm, even where I was standing, I had some people asking me, who's, who's Angel? That? I'm like, Angel? That's <laughs> a legend. People don't know Angel in London. I'm like, that's a legend. I'm so surprised. That's why I said the crowd was 70% white. Yeah. Might not necessarily be the audience, I mean, audience, yeah. but they are Steph London, ride or dies. The minute she starts to rap or sing any song, oh. they're going bar for bar. Yeah. Eventually, something just told me to keep my cameras up. And boom, Lil Kim bust on stage. 
it what the place went crazy. They had to pull up. You had they had to pull up the song. Wow. They had to stop the beat. They had to, <laughs> the crowd went bananas, wow. brother. I was I had goosebumps then. I'm having goosebumps now to see Lil Kim come out for Steph London in such a way yeah. is another like yeah people try to pit Lil Kim Nicki Minaj oh Nicki Minaj came out yeah. with them uh, what means banks and da, da, da. what this shows is that UK female rap is on the map first you had Nicki Minaj endorse the yeah, Miss Banks Ms. of Banks, this world yeah. now you had a legend in Lil Kim flying over from New York to pop up on stage for Steph London. That was, awesome. that was amazing. Steph also gave her a little speech where she says, this woman inspired my little attitude that I've got now. Mm. Me rapping, me feeling the way I'm feeling, it's all because of this queen. Yeah. And then Lil Kim didn't leave the stage until she dropped some of the big bangers. <laughs> Come on, man. Bad, bad, bad. It was amazing. It was, an, it was a fantastic night. Um, everybody enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I was so happy I went. Yeah. And it was just wonderful to see as well, to see Steph London hold it down. And I think that show yeah. is going to almost be have the same effect that the London show for Burner Boy did, which was to catapult her so into a completely new level. Le different level. Because yeah. the rest of the world heard about the fact that Lil Kim showed up. Lil Kim showed up for somebody. So they want to know who that person is. Mm -hmm. It's Steph London. Yep. Capital D, you heard? <laughs> yeah, man. All right, speaking of, speaking of uh, big concerts, yeah. uh, production. Yeah. Have you seen the Beyonce documentary? Yes, I have. On Netflix? Uh, I think it's called Homecoming. Homecoming, seen yeah, it twice. Which, which sort of, uh, showed her Chronicled the whole the Coachella. Her Coachella headline. Headlining Coachella 2018. 18, yes. Um, we saw all the behind the scenes preparations, mm. the actual um, concert yeah. and performance itself. Yeah. Uh, she spoke about preparing for eight months. Yeah, eight months. Four months vocal training, training four, four months, months dance rehearsal. Dance, you know, and then also her personal struggles at yeah. the time, yeah. managing family. Just coming out of, just, of just delivering babies. For me, it was uh, very inspiring. It was an inspiring piece. knowledge as well. And I saw you spoke a lot about it on social media. Yes. So what are the gems that you picked from it? The gems I picked share? from it yeah. was number one. Rehearsal, 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 rehearsal. It cannot be overemphasized. It cannot be overemphasized. Yeah. She performed two weekends in a row mm. at Coachella. Yeah. And if you notice in the documentary, yeah. they were flipping between two colors of her clothing. Yeah. And at every Everything single point, organized. it was the same thing she yeah. was doing up until her conversation, up until everything, everything was, everything was, was off. Everything was on point yeah. over two hour performance. Yeah. It was absolutely mind blowing mm. to have seen a woman who just delivered a set of twins yeah. to jump straight from nursing babies yeah. into a nine month rehearsal camp yeah. for her stage performance. Mm. She stopped eating carbohydrates, fish, meat, dairy products, fruits. She went so hard to try to get herself into the shape she felt comfortable in. Back her the, ex the extent that she put in the hard work yeah. just only proved to me that, listen, without hard work, your talent is nothing. nothing. That woman has already, is already gifted. Yeah. Her vocal ability is unmatched. Mm -hmm. However, the work on stage, Dr. Eric Dyson, the popular 
um, human rights activist and speaker and writer and author in America said, at this point, Beyonce has surpassed Michael Jackson. You know that that was another debate on social media. People saying it was disrespectful compared to Beyonce. It is disrespectful Jackson. because mm. the legend Great Mike mm. is gone. Yeah. However, it still is a conversation that should be had. That if you have seen Michael Jackson at his heights, yeah. the Wembley performances, yeah. I think in the eighties, performing in places like Bucharest. Those performances, you will remember those days. Yeah. If you watch Beyonce's Beychella yeah. until we have another one, you will remember every single movement. Yeah. Those are artists that gave it everything. They gave, bro, that documentary, yeah. I instantly prescribed it. Yeah. It's a prescription for every artist, every artist mm. under the sun yeah. that wants to be a performer that that is how you do it. I'm not saying you'll be at the level of Beyonce, but your commitment should you not be, be lower. Level, like your commitment can be lower than that. Yep. That woman, that day, mm -hmm. she became a superhero to me. <laughs> I'm telling you, yep. a mother of three, yep. just coming out of the delivery of twins, yep. and then giving that type of dedication into a performance for her fans, yep. come on, brother. Mm -hmm. It was amazing, man, and 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 I think she reaped the rewards. The disappointing thing was about 12 months after yeah. this year's headliner was Ariana Grande, yeah. and people started com, com speaking about the fact that oh, Ariana got paid, got paid more. But eventually, yeah. we found out that they got paid each four million dollars yeah. per weekend. Yeah. But I can guarantee you, Beyonce spent four million on her production. Yeah, I was going yeah. because I was like yeah. having to pay the band and dancers. Oh. For eight months apart from day, apart from the, the rehearsals, the stage she yeah. built the stage in yeah. her rehearsal. Yeah, in her rehearsal lot. That's what I'm saying. Then the space for that rehearsal. Then the each one of the dancers, costumes, the, the <laughs> band. What yeah. she did that I need to mention, she shared and promoted every single black culture known to man. She came out dressed as an Egyptian queen. She played Fela's music in the middle. She played hip-hop music. Her husband came out to hip-hop. Yeah. She brought out the live bands, the yeah. bands of um, HBCUs, yeah. the University Historically the, Black uh, Colleges in the America, the matching bands. Yeah. She had African dancers in the crew. Yeah. She flew in African, uh, the black twins, the yeah. Le Twins from, from France. France yeah. And each one of the people in that whole thing yeah. she gave everybody credit yeah that's why i posted on social media that credit food chain being a part of the food chain yeah. is just as being a worm yeah. in the soil is just as important as the apple hanging off of the tree yeah. everybody has a role okay. and you have to respect everybody's role and that woman did that in that homecoming documentary exactly. if you haven't seen it Go and watch it. I can't, I can't say more. All right, let's go straight to Ghana, mm. where dancehall superstar Stoneboy, uh, in a TV interview, recently ex expressed his disappointment in the ruling MPP government, yeah. uh, which is led by President uh, Akufo Addo. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that this is coming from Stoneboy, who a few months ago was at the presidential villa, receiving some endorsement yeah. from the president. Yeah. Stoneboy has said, you know, he feels that compared to the promises that were made 
prior to their uh, yeah, election in 2016. They haven't delivered on that and yeah. they have failed. And now he's speaking as a patriotic yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why he feels they have failed and he's saying it publicly. Uh, a lot of artists, you know, would not do this, of course, because yeah. they feel they are putting their patronage on the line. Yeah. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Stoneboy putting his relationship with the presidency on the line by criticizing the government is what we want from our entertainers who we have put consciously or unconsciously in positions of power, in positions of voice. This man has spoken as a citizen of Ghana who has seen banks being closed who has seen different types of scandals happening in Ghana, who has seen the dollar to cities rate skyrocket, yep. who has seen the lives of the common man in Ghana not really have changed yep. since this recent regime, regardless of his relationship with the presidency. And he felt comfortable enough to speak it, to say it out on a platform that would take it to the rest of the world. That's what Ghanaians would like to say thank you for. Not only do you have the president's ear to tell him what the problem is yeah. and to say, come to my show and enjoy a little bit of dance or music, mm -hmm. you also have the heart of a Ghanaian to say life is not what it's supposed to be. Yeah. I applaud Stoneboy for that and I encourage other African superstars in that position of privilege to also just admit the truth. Yeah. Don't because of the money in your pocket <laughs> and the shows they're inviting you to keep quiet and not be able to criticize governments when they're doing yeah. wrong. Shout out to Stoneboy for that. Yeah, really need to applaud that. that yeah. Big up Stoneboy. Yeah. While Stoneboy is in the news for you know, expressing his disappointment yes. to the government, yes. we have his art rival and you know, fellow Ghanaian superstar yeah. Shata Wale accusing uh, the press and bloggers for quotes, keeping Ghanaians in poverty. Artists. <laughs> so... I don't know. What's your take on that? Well, it's again the bloggers instantly. Uh, shout out to our bloggers, uh, celebrity, uh, GhanaCelebrities.com. Yeah. They instantly kicked back at that because they felt it was not. It was another attack yeah. from Shatawale. This time, his guns were pointed at the bloggers. Yeah. He's attacked musicians in the past. He's attacked uh, media houses in the past. He's attacked award organizations in the past. Yeah. And now it's time to attack the bloggers. He feels that the concocting of Different and stories, stories yeah. have kind of, in a way, kept Ghanaian artists impoverished yeah. or not put them in the lights that would make them make mm -hmm. money. Yeah. Shatter is shatter. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing you have to admire is he speaks his mind. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Again, yeah. I wouldn't agree to that. Exactly. There is absolutely no fact that says Ghanaian bloggers are keeping artists poor. As a matter of fact, I think the Ghanaian bloggers, shout out to Amiyao Debra, yeah. shout out to ghanacelebrities.com, shout out to moderngana.com. The reason, I think they're actually doing a lot more in promoting Ghanaian artists and putting them in positions of making money than making, putting them in positions of making them impoverished. Yeah. <laughs> By promoting them and putting stories out about them, yeah. you put them in the, in, the, you know, in the public eye and you can also spin this publicity yeah. by making an income from it. Yeah. So again, respectfully, I disagree with the Lord Shatawale, <laughs> but again, shout out to Shatawale for speaking his mind. Oh yes, oh yes. All right, let's go, let's go down to uh, South Africa. Um, a bit of great news. Uh, popular online on-air personality DJ Zinli uh, recently 
had a housewarming party, mm-hmm. um, really nice apartment, mm-hmm. and all of that. I saw pictures, I think you saw it yeah. as well. Yeah, I just wanted us to touch it. I just wanted to touch it on. I, I think that should needs to be celebrated. Yeah. She's moved. Apparently, she moved into the house a while ago, but decided yeah. to have the home uh, kind of like the housewarming in recent times. Yeah. I think it's another thing that needs to be shown by some of our African women that are doing amazingly well. Not only for show off on social media, but to inspire other young girls in Africa that you can aspire to buy great things and yeah. have a career yeah. in a male-dominated industry Thanks. and live the life that the men are living. Yeah. Have enough money by yourself yeah. to buy your own home and throw a party and invite your friends and family over. I thought it was fantastic. Congratulations on DJ Zinley. Again, you know, for, for, for just being an inspiration to young girls. She's a DJ, a female DJ. A female yeah, African the, DJ. Yeah, she's been in the game for a while, you know, over 10 years. So you need to yeah. always highlight yeah. the successes yeah. and the progress that these women continue to make. make. Because yeah. without their progress, mm-hmm. the children, the generation coming after them yeah. would not be able to aspire higher yeah. than where they've reached. So, All right, finally, mm. Sarko Deer was on social media recently promoting a young artist. Yeah. Um, you want to tell us some He about basically that? posted a video of a Ghanaian underground rapper on yeah. social media asking for fans to please find the whereabouts of this dude, yeah. link us up so we can make a song. Yeah. The back story is that this video has gone viral for the last three weeks where a rapper, an underground rapper, yeah. who also during the day doubles as a nurse, yes, posted a, a video up where he was throwing bars. I couldn't understand a word of what he was saying, but because of but because yeah. of my love for African music yeah. and just paying attention, yeah. I caught some words that I knew what he was saying. He was talking about in the rap. I heard him throw names of Joey B yeah. about Tonga, yeah. throw names of Kwesiato yeah. about Grande, yeah. throw names of Sakote, Papikojo, throw names of even Skelewu Davido. So, yes, so his wordplay must have been incredible enough to catch the attention of a legend in Sarkozy to say, listen, I need to get in the studio with this guy. And and for me, there are two things to to give kudos to Sarkozy for. One, for sharing the the young man's video and promoting him and getting him to the rest of the world and people like us talking about it. And second of all, to also be inspired enough to want to make music with him and give him a platform to, to make some money as well. I think that deserves a, a, a nice shout out from us here yeah. on, on For the Love of Afrobeats yeah. podcast. I mean, just on a, on a related, uh, related note, yeah. uh, artist, a Ghanaian artist, yeah. by the name of Strongman, yeah. who was previously signed to Sarkozy's yeah. Success yeah. Music, Success Music. Uh, left a few weeks yeah. ago, recently released his first single yeah. since he left the label, and on the single he praised Sarkozy for his uh, leadership. Know, leadership and mentorship on most people when they leave the labels but you know no you know you know how hard it is man and you know how hard he tried to put you on he didn't have to sign you as an artist so i'm sure that man just understood that the brother put a lot on the line but it just didn't work out and hopefully you know it it might work out somewhere else so that that's good yeah big ups to sako yeah 
strong man. Yep. All right, finally, we're at the end of uh, episode 29 yep. of For the Love of Afrobeats podcast. Uh, before we leave, what are your songs of the week? Song of the week sits purely in Nigeria. Mm. And it is Larry Gaga featuring Wisdom. I had a feeling that's what you were going to say this week. <laughs> that song... It's, it's a nice song. When I first... I wasn't too sure... Mm. On first play, it doesn't really... But by the second play, yeah. I'm already listening 17 times. Yeah. Oh, That's when play, I know there's a problem. The same reaction. Like, it's a banger. Uh, but, but, it's a banger. It's, it's a banger. It's a fantastic song. Yeah, for me, it's the women as well in yeah. Nigeria. Number one, we have yeah. Simi's new album. Yeah, Omo Charlie Champagne. Shout out to Simi. Very beautiful record. Yeah. Uh, and then also, she's not in Nigeria. She's based in the UK. Dabina Oriaki. Song bang the drums, bang the drums that we premiered. Absolutely, we premiered that yes, song. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, go listen to those songs if you haven't heard it. And, uh, I think on that note, we've come to the end. Of, we've come to the end of the show. So make sure you follow us across all social media: yeah. uh, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, yeah. Instagram, Shopsy Do. You are Mr. Schmooze. and of course, catch us on Yanga TV every single week. And until then, it's peace. peace. Out!